Welcome to the Connected Spirit Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Dawson. I'm a working medium, spiritualist minister, certified spiritual life coach, and mentor. My goal is to help support today's modern mediums and spiritual seekers in making strong connections with their own spirit and spirit helpers. I will share all I know about mediumship development and spirituality. I invite you to join me on this journey. Hi, everybody. In today's episode, I want to talk about soul companions and spirit guides. So let's delve in. What are spirit guides? So whether you're a beginner or an expert in connecting with your spirit guide, I want to let you know that anybody is able to connect with their own spirit guide. From the moment you're born and you take your first breath until the day you die and you breathe your last Your spirit guide is assigned to you every step of the way. Your guide's purpose is to help you live your life to the fullest, achieve the highest karma, and live the richest and happiest life you could possibly attain. Now, that doesn't mean that during your lifetime, you won't have challenges or problems or difficulties. Many of those aspects are put into your lives to help you grow. We're supposed to have ups and downs, but your guides are there to go for the ride with you, to give you the support you need in order to succeed, no matter what comes your way. It's also important to know that while the guides are there for you and they want the best for you, you have free will. So what does that mean? It means exactly what it says. The word guide is to literally guide you along the way give you some direction to let you know where you should go. But it's up to you, your free will, to make the choice to either do something or not do something. You do not have to listen to what your guides have to say. You don't have to follow their suggestions. You have free will given to you by the highest power. So what are soul companions? Soul companions are soul beings who know us from other lifetimes or from other experiences that we've had in other dimensions. These individuals may have been friends or coworkers, a neighbor, maybe a classmate, a family friend, a doctor. They're people who have shared time with us and they've had an impact on our lives as such and it helped us in a particular way. They gave us encouragement. Maybe they helped us through a difficult time. Maybe they supported us on our life's path. Soul companions might want to say hello to our human self, though on a soul level, we already know who they are. There needs to be a reason or purpose why they come to declare how they know us. This reason binds us back to them really on a conscious level. They become a valid member of our spirit team. And for those of you who don't know what a spirit team is, a spirit team is composed of loved ones, family, friends, spirit guides, soul companions. When connecting with your soul's companions, you will get a reference to who they are so you can know them now in this lifetime. There's so much that we know that we don't know. When we connect with these beautiful souls, acknowledgement of their presence makes it easier for them to work with you. In order to really get to know your spirit guides, 
what's really important is to get to interact with them on a daily basis. To develop that rapport, it requires time. It requires getting to know each other. I always equate it. When you meet somebody the first time, you might think, hmm, I really like them, but I don't know a lot about them. So maybe I want to go for coffee and chat. Maybe I want to go for lunch. Maybe I want to, you know, go out on an outing with them. Same thing with your spirit guides. You got to make the time to get to know them and also so they can get to know you. Interacting with your guides daily can make for a happier and a more fulfilled life. Has anyone ever asked you for advice in which you gave it, but they either didn't follow what you said or they just completely ignored it? I know there's some hands that are being raised in the air right now. Don't you find it frustrating? Now, Think about how spirit reacts when you're asking them for guidance or direction, and then you don't follow the instructions. Honestly, it's kind of insulting and rude to spirit because spirit comes from the highest power. Spirit's goal is to help give you the direction and the guidance that you need. It may not be the guidance in the direction that you want, but it will always be the guidance in the direction that will give you the most fulfilling life possible. Your spirit guides are not designed to ensure that you never have roadblocks or bumps in the road. They are there to help you learn lessons along the way, but to learn them in the fastest and quickest ways possible. Remember, the way that you can guarantee success with your communication with your guides is this. Spend time with them on a regular basis. Act on what they show you. Learn from the lessons that you experience along the way. Remember that your guides are going to give you help at exactly the right time and in exactly the right place. Now, before you connect with your spirit guides, it's important to prepare your energy. A lot of people worry unnecessarily about negative things happening to them when they're connecting with their spirit guides. So let's go back to square one. When you were created, you were created from spirit, from the source, from whatever you call the highest power. So you're a being of light. Your spirit guides were assigned to you by the highest power to help you along your physical path and physical journey. So when you think of it logically, the very fact that you're from light and your guides are from the light, there's absolutely nothing to be afraid of. In fact, there's no reason why you shouldn't listen to your guides. If you receive information and it doesn't feel good or it goes against your better judgment, then that's probably not your loving spirit guides. It could be the ego or a spirit that does not come from the light. Now, some people will go, well, what do you mean there's some spirits that don't come from the light? No, there's spirits that are not from the light. If you think about the earth plane, there are loving, generous, kind, helpful, supportive people here. But you've also got people here on the earth plane that are very much in the ego. They don't have good intentions. They do try to cause issues with other people. And those same people, once they cross over to the other side, they don't just, you know, sprout a halo and wings. They're still the same people. Now, with that said, that's not to say that they cannot progress and change their ways. Okay. But there are some that are quite happy going about their regular business, 
just like they did when they were here on the earth plane. So it's important to prepare your energy, make sure you're working in the light and also putting on your spiritual protection, which I'll talk about in a bit, okay? So if this should happen, make sure that your intentions really are pure and are of love and light. This will help to ensure you only attract those of a more higher and more loving energy. When preparing yourself to connect with your spirit guides, again, it's important to put on your spiritual protection. It's simple. It doesn't take much time, raises your vibration, and helps you in all of your spiritual endeavors. So what's spiritual protection? Spiritual protection is setting the intention. It is protecting your energy field before you open up yourself, before you become sensitive and receptive to the unseen world. So before you connect with your guides, you want to make sure that you're grounding your energy, connecting with the earth energy. Then what you want to do is put on that protection, surround yourself in a beautiful white light. Some people will use a golden light, a pink light, a blue light. Really, what matters is the intention behind the color that you're surrounding yourself with. Essentially, what you're telling the other world is, I'm here, I want to connect with the other side, I want to connect with my guides, but I'm only willing to talk to those that are loving and are from the highest power. Anybody else, you're not welcome. And that is a very quick and easy way to make sure that you're working in the light and working with those from the light. Why it's important to develop a rapport and a connection with those loving guides, particularly when you are working mediumistically, is because they are your eyes and ears to the other world. Literally. When you are working mediumistically, they are using your natural psychic abilities through the clairs. And when you raise your vibration, what they're doing is they are monitoring those from the other side who are coming through in a communication. In other words, think of them as kind of like a bank teller. You go to the bank and you've got this lineup of people. They're going to let you know who's ready, who can come to the counter and who can speak. Okay. So they're going to make sure that who's coming through is of the light. And number two, if you have a communicator that maybe is not very good at communicating, you know, impressing your mind with thoughts or sharing images with you, your guide is going to get that information from them. And then you're going to be able to say to your guide, okay, this isn't making sense. Can you help me? They're going to be better able equipped to help get that information from the communicator and relay it to you. Your guide is there to help you with your communications, to help you see things clearly, to help you know things clearly, to help you feel clearly. And they really are paramount with with these communications. Without the spirit world, mediumship does not exist. And I see it with a lot of people. They rely on their own abilities. And I'm sorry, but that is not going to cut it. If your guides are not there with you, you are working psychically. You are not working mediumistically. Now, that's not to say that working psychically isn't okay. In fact, there's many people who are psychic and they do have a very good rapport and a really strong connection with their guides. However, you as a medium, as a developing medium, as an experienced medium, 
want to make sure that your guides are there and give you the go ahead, that everything is ready, everything is set before you begin a communication. If something doesn't feel right, check in with your guides and ask them, what's going on? With my students, they'll often get a little bit of information and it doesn't quite make sense. And then they go, I don't know what to do. I always refer them to go back, ask your guide, ask your guide. Your guide is there to give you the answers, to give you the guidance, to help you with the direction of the communication. It is vital that you make sure you keep them involved in that link. Now, it's really important when wanting to develop and strengthen that connection with your spirit guides that you create this inner sanctuary. An effective way to increase that spirit guide awareness is by creating a special sanctuary within the mind. It's this place in your consciousness where you can go to initiate communion with spirits. Use your imagination in creating this sanctuary. And people go, well, it's just my imagination. No, there's no such thing as just. The spirit world is going to use your imagination. That's where they can share frames of reference with you in your mind's eye. Bring back memories so that you can correlate similar experiences that you've had with what a spirit communicator is bringing through. Okay. So it should be a place where you can fully visualize intricate details, a place where you feel comfortable and protected. Maybe it's a temple, maybe it's a place outdoors, or a castle in the clouds. It is a place of intersection where the physical and the spiritual realms meet. It is a point in the heart and the mind where the veil between those two worlds thins. It's a place where those in spirit can approach you on your own terms. The more you develop this sanctuary in your mind, the stronger your spirit contact will be. This sanctuary will be yours and yours only. You can create it and you can change it as you go along with your development. I have a lot of people that I come in contact with, especially those that I'm training, and they get really hung up on this phrase, my guide, my guide, my guide. And I just want to let you know, you don't own them. They are there coming to work with you to help you. They are not a possession. They are people. They're real people. They just don't have physical bodies anymore. So respect them honor them, recognize that they're there to assist you. Guides do come in and work with you sometimes for a short period of time, or they may be with you all the days of your life. But recognize no matter how long your guide is with you, there is a divine purpose and a plan behind it. So respect it. Facilitate the proper mindset intention when working with them. And that's going to help you really develop and maintain those strong connections and links with the other world. Another question I get asked a lot about uh, from students is, well, I really want to know my guide's name. I want to know what they look like. Where did they come from? Don't get hung up on names and what they look like. There's many reasons why a guide does not show themselves to you. One Many spirit guides think it's irrelevant, especially if you're working with more evolved spirit guides or teachers. They often 
get to a place in their evolvement where they no longer associate themselves with the physical body because they have ascended. So they're no longer so much connected with the physical aspect of life, but they've moved higher up into the realms of spirit, into the light. So they don't always have a physical form. And also as spirit guides, they may give you a name that you can call them by, but that may not necessarily be their name. In other words, they may give you a name that's easy for you to understand so that you will be able to recognize them when they come close, when they come to work with you. And it's a, it's a way of you being able to connect with them more. As physical beings, we always want to look at things in a physical realm, a physical mindset. And so they're going to meet us there. But many guides, just like you, have lived multiple lifetimes and your name has not always been the same throughout those lifetimes. Quite often, you'll never have the same name more than once. Yes, other people can have the same name in multiple lifetimes, but it's not always the case. So no matter how the spirit world presents themselves to you, whether you see them, whether you know their name, trust the feeling and the energy that you sense and perceive when they draw close. Trust that they are working there with you for the highest good and that they are there to help you live your life to the fullest. Before we close, I have a tip for you. As you begin to initiate greater contact with your spirit guides, it is important to do some testing to verify that the contact is not just uncontrolled fancy or wishful thinking. This testing can be done in a way that helps develop a greater working rapport. So ask for specific messages for yourself. This should be information that you can use. It should also be applicable within a reasonably short time. In this way, the information can be verified and confirmed more easily, and we can establish trust more quickly. When I encounter a new spirit guide, I ask for information that can be verified maybe within a week or 10 days. This, of course, will vary according to the individual purpose and the function of that guide within my life. For example, a guide who is working with me on business and finances may be requested to provide information or a new opportunity that can be verified within a specific period of time. If it doesn't occur, reevaluation is very important. Maybe the time frame was not fair or maybe the guide was not legitimate. Test several times. Don't draw conclusions from one time only. Not everything in the physical can be determined, controlled or directed by those in spirit, nor should it be. Ask for messages to give to your friends. See if they bear out. This will also help you develop trust. Try those tips out and let me know how they work for you. Remember, your spirit guides come from the light, you are from the light, and having them a part of your daily life really does help raise your vibration, helps you feel supported, guided, loved, and to know that you're not alone. Have a wonderful day, friends. I really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of The Connected Spirit. If you did, please leave me a review and a rating wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you do feel called to share this with your friends, thank you so much for tagging me on Instagram at Medium Courtney Dawson. It really helps to get the word out about this podcast so we can help more people just like you.
If you're interested in a private reading or attending any one of my mentoring classes, workshops, or events, you can go to mediumcourtneydawson.com or check me out on Instagram at mediumcourtneydawson. Have a great day, guys.